can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I am your host, Sadaf Razi. I'm a former fashion editor and stylist turned digital beauty and lifestyle writer. And once a month, you'll be hearing my voice to give Hannah and Joe's vocal cords a rest. Each month, I'll be interviewing an influential figure in the beauty industry. Joanna Check is an iconic celebrity esthetician and skincare brand founder with over 35 years experience based in New York and Dallas. She also has an editorial platform called Checklist, and her clients include Kim Kardashian, Jennifer Aniston, and Hailey Bieber. Welcome, Joanna. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be with you guys and can't wait to talk. Oh, likewise. We had a little bit of a chat before we pressed record, and we talked about star signs, which our podcast host, Joanna, will love. I said I've worked with celebrities before, but I'm just starstruck talking to you and you've just already been such a delight to chat to. You are just very generous, <laughs> generous with your words. Yes. No, all true. So we'll dive right in. I heard Anna Wintour is a client of yours. You've got to tell me, what was it like meeting her for the first time? That's a very interesting first question. But yes, you know, that's kind of historic and iconic. And and that was that moment in my career, usually uh, meeting clients for the first time. And I deal with all different clients, right? Different professions, different situations, but this was the one time probably in my life that I had when actually Erica, my PR, she called me, she said, Anna requested home visit with you and you need to go and so on. And and also the assistant said that she's not very talkative in the morning. Ah. So I get it. I, yeah, I understand. <laughs> but I had this little, you know, tightness in my chest. So I am going to Anna, to her Soho place 20 years ago. Uh, I don't know how, I think around then. And it was 4 p.m. I will never forget. I was in advance there. I was before time. And I learned quickly that actually that was a perfect timing because being on time for Anna, that means it's rather late. Oh. If it's 4, at 4 we are sitting and starting treatment. It's not when you arrive. And I have to agree. Yeah. But anyhow, so this was the moment that I was a little nervous. I hear that Anna is not talkative in the morning, but I obviously needed to ask some questions before I started taking care of her. And then knowing that that was September, she returned from Fashion Weeks uh, from Paris. Then those days, there were probably just three cities in the world, not so many, right? Yeah. And I said, so who was your favorite designer? Or she said, you know, it really depends, Joanna, with her perfect British accent, as you know already that I love. Yeah. Yes. You know, ready to wear or couture. And I did not know over 20 years ago the difference as much as I love fashion. They are, you know, kind of English words <laughs> that when you even yes. study the language, you yes. don't always know the, know the differences. And I remember Dries van Noten. So I think ready to wear was Dries van Noten yeah. over 20 years ago. And then quickly after, I learned 
three days later and a week later, because I saw Anna very often, I took care of her skin, but I took care of her hands and feet as well. Oh, because back yes. in Poland, we are trying to do to do it all within two years of school. Very cool. On a medical level, on a medical level. So we got to see each other often. What I learned, you needed to be prompt and definitely discreet professional level and obviously having to offer something because I don't think if I if she would not appreciate what I had to offer if she would be requesting my visit um, again but um, she was not talkative in the morning in the afternoon or uh, at night <laughs> but I did make Anna Winter smile at least three times within those 20 years Yes, yes, yes. Wow, what an achievement. (laughs) That's amazing. That's actually quite amazing. I have to say I love every single moment spent, you know, with with Anna. I personally love it because I think I have similar expectations from people, you know. There's nothing wrong with healthy boundaries and being punctual. I would say so. (laughs) I would say so. Oh, my gosh, I love that. And I love that you made her smile. What a feat. Yes, at least three times. At least three. At least three times. That's no easy feat. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you have your own skincare line. It's genius. It's like a little kit you take on travel. So good. I want it immediately. It's called Joanna Check Skincare, and you also helped develop Kim Kardashian's skincare line, Skin by Kim. Do you enjoy the process of product development, and was it always a goal of yours to have a skincare line? Quite a few clients where jo- like I would ask, so how is it working? Oh, Joanna, I did not travel yet. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that was not meant just for travel. I called it travel friendly because everything, each product was on, on, one yes. on. So especially it was very important to make it Heathrow friendly because that airport drives me crazy. Really? So, <laughs> yes, I love London. I love being there. Yeah. But Heathrow, Not trust bad. me, this past February when I was in London, that pouch and the size of everything, it went through to the point that I didn't have to unpack from my Ziploc bag. Amazing. Yeah. That's why I, I measured. It. So yes, good. I measured so it handy. all. Yes, yes. <laughs> Amazing. And we touched on this before we actually started, but you said that you worked with a cosmetic chemist and um, you kind of tested your products in different altitudes and countries from Egypt to, you know, America. It's quite amazing. And we talked about like pH levels and going from heat to cold, but you actually said that having a toner or using a toner is actually the most important step for you. Can you elaborate on that just a little bit in terms of pH? Absolutely. So there are so many toners, right? Or maybe I should start, we are born with pH 7. Human being is born with pH 7. When you measure pH of human skin, it's usually 7, borderline between alkaline and acids. Mm -hmm. With the very first breast milk of a mother or formula and so on, the very first pee, the very first poop, the very first sweat, it's already acidic because it went through our stomach. Mm. And stomach has tremendous acidity, right? That's how we digest everything, acids, enzymes, and so on. So ideal pH of a human skin is 5.5 to 5.9. What can affect pH of the skin? What we eat, as I mentioned, what we drink, what we apply on our skin, what we are exposed to, and then water. For instance, when you wash your face and you remove your cleanser with water, Mm. you dilute acidity of it and you are in danger of getting too close to alkaline level where bacteria loves that environment. So if any flare-ups, that's most likely the environment could be too alkaline. Right. 
If you use products with pH below five and so on, they most likely are exfoliators, right? Because the acidity is so much lower than your own skin. So for me, it was very important to create toner with pH 5.8. It's within ideal pH of human skin. Very often, still mistakenly, toners are used as a second step of cleansing or they are completely skipped. But I promise, based on everything, I can't even imagine applying anything on my face or anybody's face without using toner before. Wow. Efficacy of a pro- of any product that you follow it is really so increased if you apply on a skin with the proper pH. One more thing, very important thing. When the pH is unbalanced, automatically lipidic layer gets unbalanced. If lipidic layer is unbalanced, we get into transepidermal water loss, mm-hmm. almost like a holes in lipidic layer, right? Then if we start losing water, the skin becomes dehydrated and then we have the fifth final inflammation. We always talk about inflammation, but it already starts with the unbalanced pH. Wow. Another example of pH is the changing of the temperatures and actually your pH becomes more unbalanced when you step out from heat to cold than the other way around. So for instance, in United States now or any countries that we're going to be approaching winter, we need to pay attention. Stepping out from heat to cold affects also pH of the skin. Wow, that is such good info about toners, the pH level after your cleansing. And inflammation, yeah. you know, yes, it's super, super important because we talk about inflammation, but it starts yeah. somewhere. And just the efficacy of yeah. your follow-up serums. Efficacy yeah. of a follow-up okay. product. I'm adding yes. five toners to my next staff order after Joanna checks <laughs> toner advice. I love that. So just quickly circling back to celebrity skincare lines, many estheticians actually kind of cringe when celebrities release skincare lines, but you helped develop one. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on celebrity skincare lines? I uh, have not tried many of them. I tried Road. I think it's a very pleasant, very simple. Yeah, I love using lip balm, but probably my skin needs a little more advanced formulations. But I think actually had conversation with Haley and I appreciate what she did, the mm-hmm. simplicity, yeah. but just exactly what this young skin needs without any exaggeration. And they are just two products, you know? So she is really not promising tremendous changing, but there is some promise in supporting the skin. And that's one of my three words of philosophy, respect, support, and protect your skin. So there is definitely support for the skin. But then let's talk about Kim's skin, right? Skin by Kim. Being part of it on advisory level, a little bit about ingredients or maybe um, level of ingredients, acidity, and so on. Kim has very comprehensive skincare line that has nine products, so it's not overwhelming. You don't need to use those nine products at all. Right. Altogether, you have your cleanser, you have your toner. You don't have to use the uh, exfoliator scrub every single day. You don't have to use both vitamin Cs. There is vitamin C8 and there is glow serum for the daytime. You don't use them. You just can choose and pick what your skin needs. Yeah. I love consistency of a product. Ah, I mean, talking that? about mine, talking about Kim's, when a product has a chance, what do we do as a consumer? 
the first thing aesthetically, oh, this is sexy. Oh, this looks great. Then I grab the bottle and even before reading what is in it, I open it and I personally smell it Ah, because I am not a fan of fragrant products. So I like just the scent of ingredients. They are situations that you almost need to add sometimes scent because otherwise it's unbearable. But really, I prefer just the scent of ingredients. And then the product has one more chance, consistency of it. How does it work on the skin? We were testing the same way Kim's product for a couple of years, and I was absolutely driving my chemist crazy (laughs) between the choices of ingredients and consistency of the products. He basically wrote to me back after whatever I've chosen. He sent to me 370 pages with ingredients. Wow. I sent back what I want for each product and what I think it would be either unique. Yes. It doesn't have to be super unique. It needs to be what skin really needs. We need those basics, as I said, and very supportive for the skin. He wrote back to me, Joanna, you are making handmade Rolls Royce. <laughs> and I said, and, and why do you think so? He says, between the quality and efficacy of the products and the price of it and how hard it is to find them, yeah. those ingredients, he said, that's what's happening. I said, let's wow. make it. Let's do it. Let's you do know? it. And let's shoot for let's the Let's do it. <laughs> yes. And you know what was fascinating? And I was happy for Kim that I was able to do it too, because that we kind of, you know, Kim probably about eight months after my lunch was her lunch. So we definitely we overlapped with creating the skincare lines. Yeah. Being able to observe how does the product penetrate? And I have access to every skin type and every skin condition. And right. in any climate, I really do. So I was testing those products on the half of the world. Wow. And if it's properly applied, properly warmed up, properly spread, it, it just penetrates. And that was very important for me. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, love that. Now, I read that you discovered LED light therapy while you were working on the set of Sex in the City. Amazing. How did that come about and what was your role behind the scenes there? Uh-huh. So uh, that's when I kind of learned that it can be used in aesthetic work. I knew a lot about LED because that was uh, about 70 years ago that NASA engineers were approached by Johnson & Johnson Company to create, yes, to create piece of equipment involving red LED light. Knowing that red LED light has a wavelength about 630 to 670 nanometers, they realized that could reach bloodstream when it's applied on the skin. So for chemotherapy patients who could not swallow medication because of nausea or the veins were fragile from IVs, they would apply medication where we apply medicinal patches on the arm, abdominal area or butt, and they would shoot it with the red light. When patients were returning for checkups several sessions later between patients, doctors, technicians, they noticed different quality of the skin in those patches. Skin was tighter, skin was brighter, skin was more unified. Stretch marks were shallower, pores were less noticeable. How can we achieve it? By burning skin, and I don't advise it, or simply by increasing elasticity of the skin. So the answer was that the red LED light definitely helps with synthesis of collagen and elastin, increases elasticity of the skin. Amazing. And then jumping 
to 20 years ago to uh, Sex and the City, I was Samantha Johnson uh, girl. I was with Kim Cattrall. Uh, I was behind the scenes. I was responsible for, for my very favorite character and person. So that was a lot of fun. And someone was coming and doing something on Sarah Jessica Parker. And we were kind of curious. Someone was flying from LA and her skin was looking good. And over the lunch, I asked that lady who was taking care of Sarah, yeah. what is it? And she says, you know, there is this right, little machine. Yeah. And at that <laughs> time, that was tiny little thing that looked like a large, just photo camera. Now those machines that I have, they look like refrigerators. They are so much larger and many more functions. I had then a little bullet of a red and a blue light that was slight combined with microcurrent oh and that, that was amazing. it. So the client had to hold a little electrode. That was really, you know, that's 20 years ago. But anyhow, I remember I said, so what does one do to get such a machine? Because I mean, Sarah's skin is looking great. I need one. She says, <laughs> you know, it just, it costs $30,000. And I said, really? That's it. And I said, how do I get it if I go crazy and I need to have it? How? Oh, I represent the company. And that was it. That was the end of my story with, with LED. Yeah. That's when I actually switched a lot from galvanic currents that we used to use to um, push the product deeper into the skin. And I started working more with LED. Amazing. I know it became so popular now. Yeah, but, yes, but it's yes. amazing to hear you're part of that LED ingenuity back then. And it's <laughs> amazing that you discovered that on the Sex in the City site. We actually have an at-home one on our site that Joe, our podcast host, who's also a dermal therapist, uses. So obviously go in clinic and try treatment. But if you want to try an at-home one, we happen to have one. That's amazing. Now, I love this. In an interview for Glamour, you shared a hack about treating a breakout with a potato. So I'm going to need you to elaborate on that one for our audience. <laughs> so potato, it's not a very elegant uh, root vegetable, I guess, right? That's what, <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, it's Polish. It's very Polish. We have potato vodka. I could consider it a toner, right? I was always <laughs> laughing that I will make some potato cream or so. I love that. A potato has catechol. It's an enzyme called catechol, which is very brightening. Ah. And we never, ever think about it. Potato has tons of vitamins and minerals. There is potassium, there is calcium, there is magnesium. They are strengthening for the skin. Mm. Skin has 25% yes. of immune system, so it's very important to keep it stronger, but has also vitamin C, another brightening ingredient. So the way how potato works, I love slicing it, okay. slicing a raw potato, putting it in a fridge. And whenever you feel that something is brewing, not completely resurfacing yet and so on, just put a cold potato from the fridge on that spot and hold it, you know, keep changing those slices because it should be cooler. Right. So already the cold is anti-inflammatory, but catechol will help it as well to reduce probably appearance of this flare mm -hmm. and definitely prevents any hyperpigmentation due to breakouts. Really? So that's really amazing. Mm -hmm. That is incredible. So sometimes even when you overdate with your tea tree oil, because people go with, you know, after every breakout with tea tree oil and burn yeah. their skin. So I recommend using potato after. That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know about the enzymes yeah. in there. The potato thing is actually quite good for people of my skin tone. And I have like an olive brown complexion. 
because it's good for hyperpigmentation. And you even said starch is good for tightening. That's amazing. I had no idea. <laughs> yes, absolutely. If you would wrap this, those slices of potatoes into your skin and you would leave it residue of it on your face, it absolutely would feel tightening. Yes, it's, it's like a kind of potato flour. Amazing. Yeah. All right. I had yeah. no idea that potato had so much skin power. I love that. I'm going to go buy a whole bag today. <laughs> All right, now you are in your 50s. I'm in my late, the that. latest possible 50s, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, if you could see her skin, you would not, you know, we talk about age management and well-aging and it's such a privilege to age, but I have to say that as someone in your 50s or late 50s, you have absolutely gorgeous skin. Like I'm looking at you right now and you're glowing through Zoom. <laughs> Which treatments do you recommend for women in their 40s, 50s? I have to be very honest that I think that skin begins with our lifestyle. I mean, products, that's about 30% of the way how we look. Right. But actually, I would say how much we sleep, intake of water, physical exercises, obviously mm -hmm. adequate to your abilities, spending some time outdoors and um, an intuitive eating, something that you know that you need. That's where it all begins because then obviously you will be healthier. You will be more rosy because you worked out. Mm. You will be hydrated. You will get oxygen from out and from within, from water, H2O, right? And then those 30%, they are those treatments. Right. First of all, does not matter on the age. The yes. most important moment is to start at night when efficacy of the products is increased at least 60%, yep. when we apply them for our rejuvenation and relaxation time. So nighttime routine is the most important routine. Mm -hmm. I believe very strongly in, in massages. I created the series of 12 massages. You wow. come uh, three times a week for four weeks. We start with seven minutes and we end up with 45 minutes massage. It changes the wow. skin tone, but also changes the shape of your face because that's really exercise for your facial muscles. And if you repeatedly so work on your bicep or repeatedly work on your frontalis, it's going to be firmer and stronger and so on. So it's just, yes, it's just consistency of everything what we do. But depending, you know, because yeah. can I generalize 50s? Can I generalize yes. 40s or 60s? Uh, that's very hard for me because we all have such a different needs. We all have different conditions. We all suffer from, you know, different sensitivities, sicknesses and so on. But if I would have to generalize, very important in the routine is a proper amount of vitamin A and especially at night. So yes, retinol, retinol, retinoid, okay. retinol. I love using retinol, retinol palmitide. Mm -hmm. It's very compatible with the skin because this is ester form of vitamin A that usually does not create sun sensitivity or irritation so you can go to the higher levels right that's how we store our vitamin a in our liver as retinal palmitide right and uh, then vitamin c obviously super important yeah increases elasticity of the skin um thd tetrahexidesyl ascorbate the one that i used in my product penetrates deep enough to support uh, collagen synthesis 
that happens in the dermis and also prevents melanogenesis, so prevents hyperpigmentation. Mm, and then, you know, yeah. those uh, skin builders, ceramides, then another one supported very brightening and necessary niacinamide, vitamin B3, and a lot of hyaluronic acid. Hyaluronic acid is basically, uh, yes. I don't feel that we need to have necessarily hyaluronic acid serums because hyaluronic acid is basically in every product if it's properly yes, done that's right. kind of great hydrator mm -hmm. yes oh i love that i have to say niacinamide yeah but really you know nighttime routine concentrating on that and being consistent with everything what we do no matter on the age yeah, yeah. i love that i've heard you say before like you can't do and we talk about this a lot too at adore is that you don't do the same thing your girlfriend does because you have such different skin concerns no, don't do what your girlfriend does exactly. yes and i love yes. your yeah. advice of kind of reaping the benefits of skincare but also those other natural things we can do like getting outside eating well putting good things yeah. into our body because yeah. it does actually affect the skin it does yeah yeah, I stopped, you know, for example, eating processed sugar as much as I could, not just because of health reasons, because someone in my family was very ill, but I noticed my skin actually got a lot better. I totally vouch for that advice. Yeah. Sugar, sugar and dairy. Right. Yeah, sorry to interrupt, but sugar and dairy, they are not the best yeah, friends right. <laughs> to our skin. I mean, they, yeah. they cause a lot of inflammation, right. but also sugar, there is this interesting fact, causes glycation. Glycation is this um, attachment of non-eliminated or non-digested sugar into your collagen fibers and creates fragility of it, kind of dehydrates oh. them and creates premature aging. So when you see the person 16 or 18 and has a little bit too much of those right. crossfit or so on that's usually premature aging and that's very often has to do with metabolism of the wow, sugar wow that is so fascinating yes oh my gosh i yes. seriously just want to talk to you all day you have so so much knowledge <laughs> i mean we we must talk we have to i'm gonna facetime you like you said no i'm joking i won't please, I would... <laughs> please do. no no but no no yeah, please do you mentioned niacinamide which is one of my favorite ingredients it's honestly made such a change to my skin and you talked about retinol we have actually a brand on our site called Medicaid, which has like a different range of retinol strengths. One of my favorite brands. Oh, really? Definitely, definitely one of my favorite brands. Oh, I love amazing. their approach. I love their Vagna A step up program. I love their C's, yeah, C Tetra. And yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Great, great respect to the line. Yes. Yeah, so good. Respecting the barrier. I love all of that. Now, final question. Sorry, I feel like I'm getting excited. I just want to talk to you all day. If you had to pick a celebrity client to take with you on a deserted island, <laughs> this is hard. Which one would it be and why? That's going to be so hard. And I will tell you that I will pick up 1% or maybe 0.1%. That's going to be five. Okay. Five of them. Okay. Go for it. Let's, let's do the Kate five. Winslet. Beautiful. Stacey Poulsen. Yep. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Amber Valletta and Kerry Mulligan. What do they have in common? Amazing sense of humor and big hearts. Oh. So those five, they are, for me, they are beauties in and out and just the most fun and the most giving with their personality and so on. I probably have a longer list, but it's so hard. But of this course. was what came to my mind right away. And I mean, if we want to sprinkle it all with <laughs> Liam Neeson, you know, we can throw him there too. Yes. Wow, I love that rogue <laughs> decision, Liam. I love him. My mum loves him. 
Thank you so much, Joanne. A great answer. I know that was hard and such good sentiment behind it. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. The pleasure was mine. Oh, the pleasure was mine. Thank you so mine. much. Uh, have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you again. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. <laughs>